0: Hello and God bless y'all. You are now tuned in to the Book of Rand. This is a recording of the Renewal of Faith. Let's go. When I rewind back as far as the memory allows, I remember how we always had relatives living with us in our home growing up. Those childhood years are decorated with fond memories of various family members staying with us for extended periods of time. Everyone from aunties to older cousins and even family friends all took turns living in our home throughout those earlier years. This is a story about my grandparents from both sides. I wanted to share my observations of how they aimed to live such prayerful lives during the times when they stayed in our home. My recollection begins with my grandmother from our dad's side. She always lived with us for as long as I can remember. In fact, all of my earliest memories in this life have her in them. We called her Apo, even though that wasn't her birth name. We'd later come to understand that this was the term for grandmother in their native dialect, I believe. For a lot of Filipino families, this is how it was growing up, living with relatives. Even in the Americanized version of our culture, the togetherness of families still took fairly high priority. For us, it was commonplace to have relatives that moved cities, states, and even countries all in an attempt to stay as close as possible to each other as we make our way through this life journey. One of my fondest memories of Apu was the way that she prayed. She had so much devotion and such a visible connection to her personal faith. Every morning, she'd begin her day in prayer facing a statue of Jesus that stood on a wooden nightstand in her bedroom downstairs. Appa would usually kneel before that makeshift altar and whisper prayers out loud in her native dialect with her eyes fixed on that ceramic statue of the Lord. Later in the evenings, after ensuring we all had dinner and when everything was cleaned up and all the food was put away, she'd get ready for bed and retreat to her room. She'd finish the day by praying the rosary in a darkened and quiet environment only lit by a flickering candle. This cycle would continue each day without missing a heartbeat. That's what I meant by devotion. Years later, when I was well into my elementary years, Apu and our other two aunts who lived with us moved out of our house and into their own space in another part of town, not too far from our neighborhood in National City. For the first time in my life, we lived as a core family unit with no extended relatives in the house, just mom, dad, and us kids. Then after some time had passed, My grandparents from my mom's side moved to California and ended up living with us next. Mama Connie and Papa Flor, that's how we referred to them, relocated to the mainland from Hawaii. They had been out there for decades and lived closer to our cousins out there on the island, so I was happy for them to move in because I'd finally get to know them more and build a relationship with them. And although they were noticeably different from my dad's side of the family, interestingly they kept a very similar devotion to their faith as Abu did. Each morning, in similar fashion, they'd also start their day in prayer. This had to be a coincidence. And just like Apu, each night after dinner was done and the kitchen was cleaned and everybody was fed, I'd observe them do the same thing. They'd head back into their room, get ready for bed, and they'd finish the day with a rosary. I'll be completely transparent here. As a kid... Lord forgive me for admitting this, I just never understood the Rosary. No wonder they call it the Mysteries. Like a lot of young boys, I always had a tough time going along with anything that was a requirement, let alone a religious one. And like most children in general, I just didn't have the spiritual understanding. I lacked the maturity and the words and concepts of our faith were always over my head. So even though I was puzzled by the rosary, to know that my grandparents from both sides honored their faith every night without missing a beat was fascinating and a curious thing for me to witness. Recently, I went through a very challenging time in my personal life. It was almost like the culmination of a bunch of bad decisions all came down crashing at the same time. I began to notice how unhappy I was with myself. In this time of reflection, I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore, and even worse, I had to admit that I didn't know who I was becoming. That season of guilt and struggle had a negative impact on my mental health. I quietly struggled with focusing on work, I became increasingly impatient with most situations, and on the outside, I was definitely behaving out of character. I'd go on days of silence. Those carried on for weeks, and I remember feeling the confusion and stress weighing heavily on my heart. In those moments when my fears and anxieties got the best of me, I'd take it out on those that I loved the most. Finally, when I felt like I'd reached the absolute bottom and had no more room to fall, I gave in, and I turned to prayer. In this very moment, I still have no words to explain how through that series of recent hardships I was able to rediscover my relationship with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There was one specific incident that made me re-examine what was going on with myself and my situation as a whole, and while I'm saving the details for another episode, I will say this. It was by His mercy and grace that something inside of me switched. I know this to be a fact. I also know that I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without my wife. She has such a resilient character and a spirit of patience. In what I believe were some of the darkest times I have ever faced in this life, I was blessed to be able to lean on her guidance. She had the heart to offer understanding, prayers, and companionship. Slowly and gradually, I learned to relinquish some of my burdens and resolve to leave the details up to God. And while I know that I have thousands of internal miles to go, I believe that I've been course-corrected. On this new path, I walk with my compass pointed towards the Lord at all times. I think back to my grandparents, and I've always wondered what it took for them to want to pray every night. They must have experienced some things in their lives that this world just couldn't resolve. For me, I could have lost everything that God gifted me with. Throughout every moment of our days, one thing that's more apparent than ever is that there's an enemy out there trying to divide households. There are these ungodly forces in the world that want us to feel lost, confused, and alone. Chris and I have learned this, and I'm infinitely grateful that we've offered our marriage and friendship to the Lord. I can only pray that we remain steadfast on this spiritual journey. As we wake up to a fresh new year, I can't help but reflect back on 2021 and feel incredibly grateful and humbled that God decided to intervene. Since turning my heart over to the Lord, my days look and feel completely different from what they were just months ago. My heart feels lighter, there's a sense of clarity, and I feel hope. These days, I rejoice in the fact that we now pray together each night. Not only that, but I'm more than happy to fill my day with all new sources of content such as reading the Bible, listening to faith-based podcasts, and even singing along to church jams that I grew up on. Also, in this renewal of faith, my favorite part is that each night after dinner is done and the kitchen is cleaned up, my wife and I sit before this small family altar in our home and we pray the rosary together. We pray for our children, pray for our family, our friends, we pray in thanks, we ask for forgiveness and strength, and in the most simple way we know, we honor our blessings in an almost identical way to how our grandparents used to. All glory and thanks to Him. God bless y'all, and happy reading. Rant.